Hey friends, thanks so much for joining in on another episode of Cast the Word. It's the first part of our new spiritual fitness journey, and today we're going to be discussing strength. Guys, thanks so much for joining in today. We're starting a new chapter today, and I'm looking forward to this series. I hope you guys are as well. We just tied up our 11-part series on the past, present, and future, and we spread that out over three different seasons, and if you missed those, feel free to check them out. You can look them up in our episode list. They're uh, episodes between number 13 and 23, so check them out if you miss any of those. Today, we're starting a new series titled Spiritual Fitness, and in this series, we're going to be talking about fitness, but not fitness for for the physical body, but instead fitness for your spiritual man. Just like with your physical body, if you do not have a good diet or fitness schedule, then you may inherit diseases, you may be malnourished, or come across other physical ailments. Well, the same is true with your spiritual man. Spiritually, we can be weak, we can be malnourished, and not get the essential nutrients we need to live a healthy spiritual life. So throughout this series, we want to address these areas of spiritual fitness and get us all to a more healthy spiritual state and to ultimately grow in our relationship with the Lord. And today we're going to be discussing some tips for you to maintain and build upon your spiritual strength. If you want to be further engaged with our ministry, then I would encourage you to find us on Twitter and follow us there. We're finding that we have a better opportunity connecting with our listeners via Twitter, so feel free to follow our ministry page by searching for Cast the Word there. And with that being said, we're going to go ahead and dive into today's episode. As we start into this new series, the first topic we're going to be discussing is strength. In the natural sense of the word, strength is used to build muscles and to have the ability to walk better, to run better, to lift weights, you name it. We need strength for everything we do. We need physical strength to be able to perform so many of the tasks that maybe a healthy, sustained individual may often take for granted. And the way to build on your strength is to work out, is to commit, and to focus on specific areas of the body you may want to increase your strength in. Cyclers and runners, for example, obviously have great strength in their legs, and the more they bike, the better strength they have. Boxers and fighters may need more strength in their arms to be able to deliver that KO punch. And in order to continue building these muscles, you must build your strength through working out and through fitness regimens. Well, the same is true for your spiritual man. When you accept and give your life to Christ and begin living for Him, then you are a spiritual babe that's beginning a new journey of growth. Paul uses this terminology in 1 Corinthians chapter 3, and again we read it in 1 Peter chapter 2. 1 Peter chapter 2 says, Like newborn babies, you must crave pure spiritual milk so that you will grow into a full experience of salvation. Cry out for this nourishment. As a new believer, you must continue growing and building in your strength and nourishment in the Lord. And this takes time and it takes effort. You can't go from Saul to Paul overnight by simply doing no work. This journey is going to take time and you're going to have to work out to build upon your strength. And without that regimen, you will not be able to sustain the weights that are thrown at you throughout your journey. Strength is needed to keep your feet on the ground. Without strength, you easily fall. Without strength, you may be less likely to be capable of fighting the battles that are inevitably headed your way. Without strength, you may not be able to keep your head up when you go through these battles. And without strength, if you lose a battle, you may be more easily to give up and lose the ultimate war. Spiritual strength is the cornerstone in maintaining strong spiritual health, and it is the root of achieving a healthy spiritual fitness level. And in order to achieve a good spiritual diet and a great level of spiritual strength, 
there are some things we must do to be successful in this endeavor. I found some great tips in regards to building and maintaining your spiritual strength from a pastor, Jim Wolstenholm. I hope I'm pronouncing his name correctly. He's also a blogger and his website is jimthefollower.com. And I found some of the tips that he outlined to be extremely encouraging. And I got his permission to share these with you today. So I want to go through some of these, give some thoughts that he outlined, and then also share some thoughts that I have in regards to these topics as well. Of course, this is not an all-inclusive list. This is just a great start. Okay, the first point to to achieving spiritual health and to maintain spiritual health is commitment. Pastor Jim says this about the point of commitment. He says, I call this settling the question. You must go past a weak yes and into an all-in, nothing-held-back-yes. Settling the question is a journey from I'll try to I'll do. It is the absolute and total giving of yourself to God. Here, you will make an absolute commitment to the most important spiritual disciplines, Bible reading, prayer, worship, and fellowship. If you truly want spiritual strength, you must start with commitment. You know, this is the step I think that people start to become weak. This separates the Sunday morning Christian to the daily full-time Christian. Commitment is necessary. As a believer of Christ, we have to have a strong commitment if we're going to make it. Without a strong commitment, we become weak, and before we know it, we have gone backwards into our old way of living. Commitment is essential to achieving a level of strength needed to fight your fight and not only win the battle, but also win the war. It all starts here. A lot of people may struggle with this step because they may find themselves having a desire to do better or having a desire to want to have a better relationship with God. But the problem here is that they have one foot in their commitment and one foot in the world. They're not totally committed. The fact is that the world and strong spiritual health are like oil and water. You can't have the world and have Jesus. The two are diametrically opposed. If the only time you get spiritually fed is at Sunday morning church service, then you, my friend, are spiritually malnourished. You can't eat once a week and have good strength and good health. We have to eat daily, multiple times a day, to maintain our strength in the physical body, and it should be the same approach in the spiritual sense, too. The Word of God is our spiritual food. The Bible is our spiritual meat, and without it, we become hungry and we become weak. Prayer is also pivotal to maintaining strong health. Without prayer, we have no communication with God. Without communication, we have no relationship. And without a relationship, we're just a warm body in our church seat taking up space and going through the motions. Prayer is the only gateway to communicate and to build a relationship with God. And we must commit to reading the Word and to prayer and also to praise and worship. The first step to maintaining good health begins here, guys. And in order to be successful, we got to commit. We got to make that decision like Pastor Jim mentioned. We got to decide, are we all in or are we all out? We can't have it both. We can't have one foot in our relationship with God and one foot in the world trying to live both lives. The two are diametrically opposed. It's oil and water. We can't have it both ways. You're either all in or you're all out. In order to be successful, I implore you to choose being all in. And in success, we see a believer wearing the full armor of God with no cracks. We read about the armor in Ephesians chapter 6. Therefore, put on every piece of God's armor so you will be able to resist the enemy in the time of evil. Then after the battle, you will be standing firm. Stand your ground, putting on the belt of truth and the body armor of God's righteousness. For shoes, put on the peace that comes from the good news so that you will be fully prepared. In addition to all these, 
Hold up the shield of faith to stop the fiery arrows of the devil. Put on salvation as your helmet, and take the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. So if you're wearing the armor, you're better prepared to fight the battle, but you must commit before you can put that armor on. Are you going to live for the world, which is a lifestyle of sin, or are you going to live for God? And even though you may miss the mark every now and then, the difference here is that we are no longer living a life of sin if we choose to live in Christ. And after you make that commitment, then begin feeding yourself with the word and begin working out and be consistent, which is my second point, consistency. Pastor Jim says this about consistency. After you make a commitment, you must be consistent. You cannot really be consistent until you have settled the question previously asked. Consistency means that following Jesus is your only priority. Every day you read your Bible and pray without fail. You must be in regular fellowship with other believers, and by that I mean at least once a week. The best time to do this for most of us is in weekend worship services. Consistency is so important to building and maintaining spiritual strength. Too often we let the cares of this life suck up the time in our day. After we work and pick up the house and cook dinner and put the kids to bed, we find we have no more time in the day. And what time we may have left in the day, we want to use that to sleep in order to prepare for the next day. But I challenge you, myself included here, build a consistent schedule that includes time for prayer and for reading the Word of God. It won't take long before this regimen becomes part of your daily routine and consistency is the gateway for achieving spiritual strength. As it pertains to consistency, we have to also be consistent with our state of mind. Our mind is such a powerful tool to help us maintain strength. If you have a weak, negative, and complaining mind, then it doesn't take a profit to know that your spiritual life is likely weak and negative as well. Proverbs 23 verse 7 says, For as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. If we're going to be consistent, then we have to know how to think because half the battle is in your mind. Think positive thoughts. Put your mind on heavenly things and not on earthly things. Keep your mind in a good place, and if you do that, then you will be on the way to maintaining spiritual strength and have better control. Philippians 4 verse 8 says, Finally, brethren, whatever things are true, whatever things are noble, whatever things are just, whatever things are pure, whatever things are lovely, whatever things are of good report, if there is any virtue, and if there is anything praiseworthy, meditate on these things. Put your mind into submission and be consistent and watch your strength grow each and every day. And the last point I want to make is no compromising. The author had some good points here, but I want to take this concept in a, in a little different direction. Do not compromise on your faith. Do not compromise on your convictions and on the principles of the Word of God. What the Bible says is true. John seventeen seventeen says that the Word is truth. Don't compromise on that. So many people in the world today have debates about what the Bible means and whether this verse or that verse is for today or if it is misunderstood, misquoted, or no longer relevant. But I believe the Bible interprets itself. I believe that what the Bible says is true and that there are no misconceptions. Let the Bible speak for itself. That's why I don't argue with people about the Bible or get into heated debates about what the Word of God says, because the Bible says the words of God are truth. John 1.1 confirms that in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. Because at the end of the day, my opinion is not going to cause some grand revelation to somebody who already has his or her mind made up. Don't stress or get into arguments with people over Scripture. If you believe they're wrong, then pray for God to either open their eyes or open yours in case your understanding is incorrect. But the bottom line is that heaven and earth will pass away, but the words of God will never pass away. The words of God are true. 
John 17, 17, thy word is truth. Psalm 119, verse 160 says, the sum of your word is truth, and every one of your righteous ordinances is everlasting. The enemy so often tries to sow seeds of discord between people over the scripture, but don't compromise with the enemy. The enemy doesn't want to compromise with you. He wants to annihilate you. Don't compromise with your temptations either. Temptation will come to the believer. There's no doubt about it. Stand strong and don't give in. This too is what the enemy wants. He wants to get you in a point of spiritual weakness and capitalize on that moment to try to separate you from God. Stay strong and don't let him win. The author did bring up some good points by mentioning not to compromise in your worship services. If someone makes plans on a Sunday morning with you, ask them to reconsider or replan. Don't forsake the assembling together with like-minded believers. You need this to build your strength. Make church attendance a priority. Plant yourself in a local assembly and watch God grow you in your faith. This is so pivotal and I believe so overlooked these days. To be a part of your local church, it's not only scriptural, but it's necessary in building your strength. And if you are part of a local assembly, get involved. Serve in the church in some capacity. Ask God to use you in some way and share your journey with others along the way. Don't compromise on your church attendance either and be consistent there as well. But like I mentioned earlier, don't just rely on church attendance for your growth. We've got to do better connecting with God throughout the week as well, daily. Pastor Jim also stated that compromise is the most difficult thing to overcome. This is the one thing that will test you and it requires much much prayer. Every good thing in your life can remain, but never can they compromise your commitment and your consistency. We've got to commit, we've got to be consistent, and we cannot compromise on those principles. And those are the three takeaways to help building and maintaining your spiritual strength. Friends, there are so many other points I wanted to make in this episode, and this list is not all-inclusive, but just like in every other episode, I never hit all the points I want to. I tried to keep my time with you guys brief and impactful to the best of my ability, and also try to give you just a few tips here and there to help you in your journey with Christ. So I hope you found this episode helpful. This is just the start to begin growing your strength and to also maintain it. If you want more tips and tricks, then I refer you to the ultimate source for all truth and wisdom, which is the word of God. He is the source of our strength, ultimately, right? Thank you guys for tuning in today. I hope you will check out these next few episodes as we begin our journey discussing our spiritual fitness. And as a reminder, if you're on Twitter, please look us up and follow us there. And if you want to be included as well in our email correspondence, then visit casttheword.com. Scroll down to the bottom of that page and enter in your email address, and that will add you to our email distribution, okay? Your email won't be shared with anyone other than myself, and I'm not going to bombard you with all kinds of emails. We're just going to keep you included on our notifications and our correspondence that way. Thank you guys so much for your support. And as we end today, I think the line I say at the end of every episode is even more applicable today than ever before. Stay strong in the faith. And I look forward to talking to you guys next time.